recording in it? No, I'm good. Okay. Hey, hey everybody. everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the Stars Were Born podcast. We actually did the intro this time. Yeah. We keep forgetting oh, we to do, do it. it last time. We always forget. Oh, I'm so but sorry. we're doing it today. I'm Marley Shepard and I'm joined by my dear co-host Brenna DeWolf. Oh, you introduced me again. Hello, I'm Brenna. Thank you for coming and listening to us. <laughs> Thank you for coming <laughs> to our TED Talk. I'm sorry, I'm very giddy. I'm in a silly, goofy mood today. But Brenna, we, I, pressed, I pressed record and immediately just let out a fart. Girls with gut issues. Hot girls with tummy problems. Tummy issues. Girls, we're getting it checked out. We're, yeah, we'll figure tomorrow it out. is the day. Tomorrow She's going is going to her doc. I'm so excited we're going for you. To the doc, but this is one of probably potentially seven doctors we're gonna have to go to, which is crazy. But we'll figure it out. We'll figure Why it potentially out. seven? Just because Gracie Norton. Yeah, yeah. Because I am her, and you she are. is me. Yeah. You're going to follow in her footsteps. You're going to be... Well, I don't want to follow in her footsteps. No, but you're going to be talking on the Skinny Confidential as soon as you know it. Uh, As soon as I know it. Just snap your fingers and be like, wow, how am I even here? I don't have the voice that she has. Her voice is just... Have you heard her voice? Yeah. It's like soothing. Yeah. She could be on the call map. She could. Do her own little meditation. Yeah. Yeah. She also... Did you listen to it? I did, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. It was a good episode. How are you? Um, hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. So we are the Stars Were Born podcast, and we talk about the stars in the sky and the stars on the ground, and sometimes we like mix them together, and we just have a big star sandwich. Love it. Love it. All about the stars. All and about the stars. And we are the stars of this podcast. Yes, we are the stars. And I am the star of this week. Yes, you are, because, drum roll, please... It is Marley Shepard's birth week. It is my birth week. She is a saggy sag, and the 16th is her sweet, sweet B-Day. She will be turning a ripe age of 28 years old. Okay, you don't need to announce that to everyone anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I don't care. I I, am approaching my Saturn return. You are approaching your Saturn return. How do you feel about that? Um... I know I'm supposed to be excited, but I'm nervous. You're nervous? Yeah. I heard that your 30s are like the best time of your life, I just though. need to get through the Saturn return. Because yeah. when you get to 30, it's like hopefully smooth sailing. Yeah. If you make the right decisions between now and then. I actually was listening to someone, and I don't know where it was, like what platform, probably Instagram or TikTok, one or the other. And she was talking about Saturn returns, and mm-hmm. she was saying how like, a lot of stuff happens in your personal life, especially. And, like, it's either make or break with friendships, with professionalism, mm-hmm. like, all that kind of stuff. So, and it also has to do, like, where Saturn is in your chart. Yeah. How it's going to affect you. So, just to bring it into that, mm-hmm. um, do you start, like, does the does that start affecting you at 28? Like, yes. or is it already affecting you now? Like, what's going on? So, we're really getting into, right into astrology. Yeah. But I went to the astrologer okay. in Sedona in September, and I asked her, I'm like, when will it really hit me? Mm-hmm. And, because there's degrees, right, of the planets, and then, like, it's when it aligns with your degree of your Saturn. And I don't know what degree my Saturn is in, but she looked up where Saturn exactly will hit mm-hmm. when I was born. 
and then it goes forward and then like it retrogrades back so it'll hit exactly again so i think it hits three times yeah and it depends on like your birth chart because sometimes it'll hit you like so many times and like the people will really really get hit with it and then sometimes it'll maybe hit like once maybe twice okay um, I think mine hits three times. Like oh it hits, gosh. like where it's just gonna like come to a head, and I'm like really gonna have to deal with things. But my first time is like late May. Okay, so like this coming May. Yes, when you're still only 28. Yeah. Wow. I know. I oh think it gosh. depends on like a lot of things, but yeah. Oh my god, I would love to look at where mine is. But mm-hmm. um, I also had another question for you, but I lost it, so don't worry about that for now. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's my birth week. Thank you. I'm a saggy sag and yeah, not much is going on, but I am watching, rewatching Gossip Girl. So I'm making that my whole personality right now. So are you team Nate or team Chuck this time around? Okay. So I haven't, I'm only in season one right now. Okay. Um, Nate, no, Nate and Blair are still together. Okay. Which just doesn't seem correct. I forgot that that was a thing. I know. And and she's still trying to like win him over. I'm like, girl. But Chuck is the worst person. Yeah. I don't know how people like him. I saw this guy on TikTok whose girlfriend is making him watch it. Yeah. And he goes off on Chuck. He's like, he's a wet salamander. Like he literally is. Like he literally just looks wet, like moist from the from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. He's always moist. Like he's always wet. Yeah. (laughs) That's so gross. He just has no personality besides being rich. Yeah. It's really sad. And Nate's like trying to make a name for him. He's like, I maybe I want to go to California. Yeah, I want to like get out of New York. And I'm Chuck. Bass. And then Chuck Bass is like, you have everything you want here. Like, like what do you need? Yeah, yeah. So weird. Are they seniors? I uh, think they're the supposed th- to be seniors, but they look so old. I know, so funny. They look like they're thirty. Wait, I did want to bring this up. I did want to bring this up. So okay. I did see a girly pop, and she talks about how New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. I know that we'll talk more about that when the New Year hits, but New Year res- New Year's resolutions can be daunting. And you sit there and you talk. I already know what you're gonna say. And she I wrote did- this down. Oh my god! Did you really? I I think what you're talking about this. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Oh my god. Yes, we're gonna. I literally, I literally saved it, and I was like, I saved it. Too. We have to do this. It's like so you good. and me. We're accountability yeah. partners. I love. That. Okay, we'll talk about it. Should we just talk about it now? I guess let's talk about it. Okay, now. so this is so exciting. So there's there's this creator. I wanted to I wanted to say her name, Nikki Deret. De, I don't know how to say Detrich, it. Probably. Detrich. Detrich. And she said, "Yeah, go ahead with it." Okay, so what she said was that she was like, you know, New Year's is a really daunting time because you feel like you're starting this New Year's and everyone's like, oh, what's your resolution? What are you going to do? And you sit there and you write this long list of things and you're like, geez. And then by, you know, mid-January, you're like, I'm not doing that. Like, Mm -hmm. and everything goes out the window and you're just like, well, next year, maybe next year. Mm -hmm. Um, So this girl, she and her best friend have been doing it, I think she said since 2018. And they... um, plan each month a different resolution and it's kind of like um uh kind of like a just boilerplate of that one thing so uh in January she's like health is the main thing for her and that can be fitness uh she said it's her like hers is health is like fitness related so movement making sure that like she's getting more active and things like that and then February is home she's like 
making sure my home is organized, making sure it's like cozy and how I want it to be. March is finances, so getting all of that in order, making sure student debts are good, making sure that she's budgeting, and um, you know, if, if you're into stocks, figuring all that kind of stuff out, which you know, who isn't? I don't know. I want to be into stocks. Crypto. Crypto. You want some metaverse stuff? Go for it. Um, April is health, but with food. So that's like making sure you're meal prepping, meal planning, things like that. Um, and then May is career. So you take a look at your career. You figure out, is this what I want to do? Um, do I want to like go full force in this career or do I want to make a shift? June is mental health, which... I think is really I, important. As she yeah. talked about how like getting into therapy, getting into meditation, mm-hmm. things like that. Whatever like works. The thing, only thing is June is like when I'm happiest. Yes. I, I would think do I this was... in like November or February yeah. or something. Yeah. Like... So I feel like like going with her like main ones, mm-hmm. I would do most of them. Yeah. But I would switch a lot of I them would around. switch mental health to another. Yeah. yeah. I would switch mental health to February. Yeah. I February agree. is when I'm my darkest. Definitely. My darkest. Darkest before the dawn. Yes, this is true. Um, July is cre- creativity and spontaneity, which I, I would say either July or June for that one. Because mm-hmm. June is like the beginning of the summer and you're like, let's right. do this. But July I think is going to be more spont- spontaneous for me mm-hmm. personally. So um, August, relationships, figuring those out. And then September is cleansing, which she states, you know, you just talked about your relationships in August. Cleansing is not only like cleaning out your house, but also cleaning out the things that don't bring you joy, whether that's relationships, jobs, you know. Also, and also just like clearing out your physical space. Yes, like getting exactly. Getting rid of stuff you don't want. Exactly. October is spirituality, which, you know, kind of spooky season, but I kind of <laughs> like it. You okay, know? yeah. I like that. I think... Spirituality is always in season. I It's very true. But it's kind of fun that she, like, chose October for it. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, spooky. Yeah. And it's kind of, like... I sense October being the shift... Like, September is still kind of summer. Mm-hmm. October, you kind of start, like... Going inward. Moving inward. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... And also, it's, like, a death. Yeah. So, like, so you were, like, where am I letting go? Yeah. Where am I retreating inwards and like what can I um build what can I manifest from this time of going inward yeah and then November is gratitude hashtag Thanksgiving obviously and then December is that you wrap it all up you talk about everything that you've done well um throughout each month of the year and what you can do better for next year I love it I think I do too I think, I think we should do it. Such a good idea. I'm actually, I'm like so hyped that you and I the saw it at the same we time, both, and, we're and we both sh- wanted to talk about it on the we're podcast. On the same wavelength. We are on the same wavelength. That is super cool. So yeah, just know that that is something that we'll be thinking about. Hopefully, for you, January. all the listeners, will join us. Yeah, accountability buddies together. I love that. I love that. Um, Bruno, what have you been up to? Um, so I was at another wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Marco Island, which is beautiful. I don't know if you've ever been on the... Well, you've been on the Gulf mm-hmm. side of Florida. It's my favorite side of Florida. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so, so pretty. And it was one of my best friends from college. Shout out to Sydney. And obviously her husband, Justin, who also went to college with us. He is very sweet. We love him. And it was just seriously a club. 
I love like, that vibe. Club, club, another, another club, club, sleep, wake up, beach, club. Mm-hmm. It was just the welcome party was the same DJ as the um, as the wedding, and it was just constant house music. I and like absolutely uh, love that. Uh, 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 it was really good. It was really cool, and it was just exactly how Sydney and Justin like mm-hmm. like their vibe. It was perfect. It yeah. was so fun. That's what I w- would want if I have a wedding. Like, yeah, I don't think you should have to cave into sing- like being like, oh, I gotta sing Sweet Caroline yeah. and. Wagon Wheel and, like, all, you know. The funniest thing is that the second to last song was Wagon Wheel. And it was so funny. (laughs) Because everyone was, at that point, was, like, hammered. And they were like, oh, my God. And the song would be all, like, like, you know, do the whole, like, leaning on each other and singing. Because all the other ones were, like, like, people were, like, ripping off their shirts. Because it's supposed to be fun. Like, and also, it's it's their party at the end of the day. Like, obviously, you you kind of have to cater to other people. But, like, do what you want to do. I know. No, I, like, totally. The thing is that, like. I feel like I, I'm a big, like, big band kind of girl, mm-hmm. so, like, that's, yeah. but if I was a clubby kind of girl, that would have been the vibe that I would go for for my wedding, too. Yeah. Like, they did exactly what they wanted, and it was so cool. It was just, like, Love such it. a fun weekend. Well, congrats to them. Congrats and to them. And how was going to your first wedding as a married couple? It was really, really fun. Yeah. I honestly may have been the drunkest one there. I love that. I mean, not, not actually, but, like, I... <laughs> It was really, really fun, and, you know, I was never one of those brides, though, where I went to a wedding beforehand, and I was, like, checking off the boxes of, like, what did they do wrong? What did they do Mm. right? Like, that kind of stuff, and so, genuine, like, genuinely, like, I feel like a lot of people say, once you're finished with your wedding, you're not, like, overthinking everything. I never did that, but, like, it felt just... So, I was just, like, so utterly happy for both of them that, like, it was just so cool. Yeah. It was just, like, so fun to be able to be, like, now you get to feel, like, what it feels like to just be, have, be like, a guest. so much love around you. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, like, thinking for them. Yeah. Like, like, no, like, you don't really, like, you can't really fathom it until you go through it, how much, like, love is truly around you during, a like, an event like that in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, strange. It's, like, strange, but, like, in it's such a cool way. Yeah. Yeah. And then our dog was born. Oh, my gosh. So emotional about it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a sweet little Sag baby. A sweet little Sag baby. So that's, like, what it, it, it was always supposed to be a Sag baby. Always. I get I get along with Sagittarius so much. Even I mean, dogs. I get along with Tauruses, too. But still. You do, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm just very excited. And I think it's going to be the perfect time because now we've unwound from the wedding. And it'll be my deepest, darkest time, February. Mm -hmm. And Mental health. Yeah. Make it about your mental health month. Yeah. And you'll have a corgi, so that's easy. Exactly. It'll be like happiness Mm -hmm. because this little thing. Except I did, I I was told by two of my friends who have dogs that I will be having the puppy blues for two weeks, or for three weeks. So I'm gonna be when in, you get it. Yeah, I'm gonna be What's in depression. Puppy blues? It's when you look at the thing and you're like, "What the heck did I do? Why did I decide to get a dog?" Yeah. And both of them were like, "Oh yeah," and it's exactly three weeks, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, this ain't too bad." It's stressful. Dogs are way more than cats, but like, oh yeah, knowing that whenever you have, uh, whenever you want to take a vacation or like anything, you have to think about you're it. always gonna have to think about something yeah. now. Yeah. 
And, like, like more so with a dog, because, like, I feel like cats are, like, you could, you could probably leave a cat all day, and mm-hmm. it'd be fine. Right. But, like, a dog, you can't You gotta let him out. You gotta walk him. He yeah. needs exercise. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, and in the dead of winter, it's gonna be definitely a, an awakening, but yeah. I'm still really excited. I've wanted to be a dog mom for a long, long time. Hashtag dog mom. Put it in your oh my bio. With, like, with LinkedIn a little bio. paw. With a yes. little paw. Dog mommy. Dog mommy. And then a ring. And then hus- wife, wife too. Wife too. With a ring. And then he needs to put husband. And then to dog daddy. Dog daddy. <laughs> I'm sorry if anyone does that. Oh it's my just God. like We're so We're not cringy. trying to offend you all. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anything else we need to talk about? No. We're here. Um, I think we should just end the podcast now. I guess so. Christmas is in full swing. Oh, yeah. Well, Brenna's house looks so sweet. Oh, you're so she, sweet. Well, her outside looks adorable, but also she has two Harry Styles. I do. Ornaments right front and center. Yes. Karsten is a big ornament giver, and um, he, like, ran inside one day, and he was like, you need to open these right away. He was like, I, I went a little crazy on Etsy, and he got me two Harry Styles ornaments. One is the... It's a gold, or no, it's a glass round ornament that has Harry Styles' outfit that he wore the night that we saw him at Madison Square Garden, and it says New York City on it. And then um, the other one is him in that really cool sweat sweater. Yes, that yes. I want you to make that cardigan. Yeah, the cardigan sweater. The famous Harry, Harry cardigan. And he is. He has a microphone, and it says. Have a very hairy Christmas. A very hairy. A very hairy. Yeah, you have made me get into that where I like I can't say Harry Styles anymore. I say hairy, 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 hairy. And people probably think I have like a speech problem. <laughs> I mean, it's I more know. fun to say hairy Styles. Hairy, hairy. Anyway, hey-wee. love you all, and we will be back to. Not only just talk about, we're not really talking about astrology this time. We're talking about my birthday yes. lessons. I'm so excited. I love I birthday tried. lessons. Okay. <laughs> See you guys soon. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. We're back. And we're going to talk about Marley's birthday lessons. For the past year, she has been writing down what she has learned I have, and if you want to go back to last year's episode, I have birthday lessons from that episode, and Brenna has her birthday lessons in March. March. So check those out. They're great little nuggets of wisdom. I tried my best with this one. I got 10, barely. That's good. Um, That's a round number. I know. I mean, there's no way I'm getting to 28 anymore. I'm past the age of being like, 28 lessons for 20 years or whatever. I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I think 10 is perfect. Okay. 10, 28 is a little redundant. 28 is way too many. Way too then it's many. Like, no one cares about 28. No. Give me a top 10. Yeah. Round it out. Okay, so first one. This year was my year of rest and relaxation. Yes. It was. I mean, and yeah, it still kind but, of is. Yeah, but yeah, I, I totally get that, but I also see that as the unknown is hard for you to rest and relax. 
during it this is. time of year when you don't mm-hmm. have like because yeah. I I will I will tell you I have been in your shoes after college I didn't have a job from May until October mm-hmm. and that was the most stressful part of my life even though I wasn't doing anything right and I was like oh my god I need to find a job and you do this and you do that like all this stuff and like just being so stressed and then you get a job and you realize I had so much free time yeah that I wish I could like have been there and enjoyed while I was on it so I do I feel that yeah. I, I see you and I'm glad that you can actually like think like this is my year of rest and relaxation because you've done such a good job with like your like morning ritual all that kind of stuff and like you know what you want in a job now mm-hmm. but I still think that it's been stressful and it's not like you've been like sitting around doing nothing yeah and that's what I was talking to my mom about earlier I'm like I have so many things I want to focus on. Like, I want to always try to be getting job applications out, and I need to be working on my portfolio, and I need to be doing my freelance gig that I get stressed when I'm not doing the other thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm applying to jobs, I get stressed about not working on my portfolio. Yes. And But that's the whole lesson that I'm trying to learn is, like, if I'm resting, like, if I'm not doing work actively, I want to fully be resting. Yes. I don't want to be having anxiety about not doing the thing I need to be doing. And yeah. And then if I'm working, I don't want to be like, oh, I like want to take a break. Yeah. You know, I just want to like fully be in the work mode and I want to fully be in the rest mode. Just like fully be present in what you're doing and mm-hmm. not wishing you were doing something else. Yeah. I think that that's really great. And I think like figuring that out at the age of 28 is really, really healthy. I'm doing my best. You are. I'm doing my best. But yeah. My year of rest and relaxation. I didn't sleep for a year, but maybe one day. <laughs> I'm still telling you, Brenna, you need to read that book. I know. I want to. I want to. But it's on my long list of I, books. That's understandable because you didn't like Happy Hour. But I did, but I feel like you, sa- you I said I think this better. one's a lot better. Okay, good. Anyway, good. second... Okay, second lesson I learned is I've had... What is the word? It's like analysis paralysis. Is that the word? Whoa. It's like you just need to pick something and go and not be stressed out by like trying to pick something. I learned this. Aubrey Marcus was talking about this or one of his guests was a while ago. And he was like, just doing something, even if it's like might be not quite what you want is way better than like getting stressed out and trying to analyze everything in every possible way everything could go just do go and do something yeah yeah because sometimes i get stressed out i'm like did i choose the right career did you know like with anything like any decision you make just do it and like be sure of it even if it's not it might not be right and just give it your best shot i mean like overthinking is toxic yeah yeah, so I love that. I agree. I mean, I always say, um, beg forgiveness instead of ask permission. Just, like, do it first, and, mm-hmm. like, the consequences follow. I mean, yeah. That's but very like, Aries of me to say. Yeah. But. <laughs> so, I'm just, I'm just gonna keep focusing on just doing. I mean, this is very Aries. Just doing. Yeah, it is. And, like, thinking about it later. Yeah. Which sounds bad, but, like. I basically mean, like, I'm just, I need to get through with this UX thing. I I need to not second guess myself with it and just get a job and then really see how I feel. 
once I'm in a job. Yeah, and I mean there there is something to there is something to the saying like believe in your gut. Mm-hmm. Like that is a very Aries thing. Like just don't overthink it, just do it. Mm-hmm. And it could be the wrong decision, but you'll make it the right decision. Right. So, I think that's that's great. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Um, and then this year, I also discovered the magic of hobbies. Love it. Because <laughs> people, from the beginning of time, everyone's favorite question is, oh, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do in your free time? And I feel like all of us have always been like, I don't know, like, hang out with friends, watch TV. Like, yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah. My, like, cooking. But, like, it's yeah. because I have to eat. Yeah, it's necessary. Yeah. Like, finding something that you actually like to do mm-hmm. in your free time is so fun. It's so rewarding. I just started this. So, like, I'm still on my journey. I started sewing this year. Still very new at it. Starting trying to knit this year. Still very new at it. And I've really gotten into reading. Yes. So, and I have a million other hobbies I want to get into. Hopefully. Same. But, like, I just love being able to answer the question, what do, yeah. what do you do for fun? Like, what oh, I hobbies? sew. I sew. I sew my own clothes. I don't yet, but, but you eventually. Will. That's that's one of your goals for 2023. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So. Sew my clothes, too. I would love to. My mom wants, Speaking of which, my mom wants me to give you a stack of clothes that you can use as just scraps. Oh, my God. That would be so Whenever, cool. Whenever you need them. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so Magic of Hobbies, if you don't have a hobby, go out, there's a million of them. Because mm-hmm. everyone's always like, oh, I play a sport. I'm like, well, I don't want to play a sport. Yeah, hobbies are not the only sport. Yeah, they're not. Sports aren't the only hobbies. That's what you That's what you wanted to say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, hobbies aren't the only sport. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, and then patience is a You learn that? I try my best. I'm that's learning good. that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn that every day. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know if I fully learned it. I mean, I think that's everyone... something that I want to keep. Patience is hard. Patience has like been my biggest thing in this lifetime. I feel like patience is like against human nature. Yeah, I mean, almost thirty, and um, Lindsay did a whole episode on it pretty recently. Highly recommend. Oh, okay. And it's really just about like the magic of patience, mm-hmm. and it's like, why are you in a hurry? Yeah, why are you in a hurry? I don't know. Why? I mean, I highly recommend the episode, but... Okay, I'll listen to it. It's just something that I feel like has been a theme in my entire life, not just this year. And I just need to keep being comfortable with patience. Mm-hmm. So. Um, number five, rejection is redirection. Love that. And is, ev- that, is that a saying that yeah. you've heard before? Okay. And everyone is exactly where they need to be. So. That's very I like. I keep thinking about that. Wow. What? It's very like Drake God's plan. You know? Oh my God. I'm the next Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually love that saying. I don't know who came up with it. But I've heard it forever. And it's just like wow. Every time. Okay. So this is this is what I heard a while ago. Like. Think about if for a job or like if you're dating or anything, think about if you had a certain X number of no's before you get that yes, Mm -hmm. then how excited are you going to be when you get that no? Because it's going to be one less until you get that yes. Oh, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I always say a no 
is a blessing in disguise Mm -hmm. because I feel like there's a reason why it didn't work out and like I remember this was me when I was looking for jobs after college any sort of no I got I would be so so upset and my dad would just be like that's not the job for you then like Mm -hmm. you'll get a job it's just not the job for you and then you know five year five and a half years later I'm still at the same place so, I mean, it is it is true. Like, yeah. everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Sound like a fortune cookie. Truly. Okay, what's my next one? You can do hard things. I learn this every year, but it's important to reiterate. What did I do <laughs> that was hard this year? I guess I joined a UX camp, boot camp. You've done a lot of stuff that's been hard. Most yeah. people wouldn't have done. Yeah. You've completely redesigned yourself. Redesigner. You've rebranded Marley Shepard. Like I am. you truly like you started off with the as a UX boot camp. You have, you know, to make ends meet, become a rover mm-hmm. person. You you've truly done so much to like make sure you were like, I know the Dietex is not my journey. I'm gonna make it however I wanna make it. Mm-hmm. And you crushed it, girly. I'm doing my best. You know, weaker people would not have lasted as long as you have. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I learn every year that I can do hard things, and it's it's cool to look back on the year and be like, okay, I did that, like, and I was really scared to do that at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe it's something I wouldn't have done at the beginning of, it, like, beginning of the year. But, like, here I am, and I can say that I've done this. So that's cool. Love that. What's the next one? Um, okay, so taking up space. Like, this is a thing that a lot of people talk about just, like, in the spiritual community or just, like, in the motivational community. Like, taking up sp- especially as women. Like, we've learned for so long to, like, you know, be small. You know, like, mm-hmm. don't take up space. but Don't be too loud. And it really hit me <laughs> in solid core. Shout out. The other day. <laughs> not <laughs> like, sponsored. Not sponsored, but... Please sponsor me. Um, I th- our coach at the at the end, they get really motivational, and they're like, "You like I don't even know what she said, but I remember her saying like, you are allowed to take up space.'" And like, I just started crying. Oh my god! Like, tearing up in class. I was like doing my obliques. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" It's true. Yeah. I mean, as women, you're taught to you're taught to like, you know. Be quiet and look pretty. Mm-hmm. I mean, not anymore, but yeah. that's kind of how it's always been. It still been. is, like, lingering, though. Not in that uh, explicit way, but it still is lingering. Well, in professional, in the professional world a lot, mm-hmm. it's still very much there. Yeah. Um, especially in certain places that people work. But I feel like also for you, since we've we've grown up together, you have always kind of been a little bit more of a wallflower, a little bit quieter, someone who observes... And in the last year, I would say a little more than a year, you've kind of blossomed into someone who, like, I can be myself and I don't have to be quiet and I don't need to be quiet because I'm interesting. So, Mm -hmm. I love seeing that. I love you. Aw, I love you too. I'm so excited for your birth lessons. Oh, God. They're not going to be as good as yours. Start thinking. I know. Um, Oh, (laughs) okay. Ethan one is... (laughs) Just the importance of a morning routine. Hobbies. <laughs> but I have fallen in love with just my own morning routine of doing my ice rolling 
and doing. I now, I now have the pink balls. Yes, yeah, sponsored. Not sponsored. You bought them. Not sponsored at all. Um, but the Skinny Confidential was having a wonderful sale, and so I got her pink balls, and it has truly changed my whole I know, I life. Not so. that it's changed my face, but really I has. But I still like. It's my own bias. I think my face looks better. I need to get some. And I keep looking at people like. I was like, my parents were watching the news the other night. I'm like, if only that man would just do a little bit of ice rolling, he would look so much better. Like, he's yeah. on TV. Come on. Yeah, he should be there, doing well. Everyone should be ice rolling their face. It feels so good in the morning. It depuffs you. You just look better. Yeah. That. Not that looks are everything, but, you know. It, you you just, feel better. You feel better on the inside. It feels amazing. Um, so, just the importance of a morning routine. And now I know going into when I have a job... That's going to be something I prioritize just because it makes me feel so good. I'm going to wake up a little earlier, do my eyes rolling, do my facial facial massage, and then be ready to go, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then, okay, ninth is public speaking. I mean, I, I've always been terrified mm-hmm. of public speaking. And, I, like, I couldn't even imagine that in high school. Like, some of our friends were up there, like, doing the pointing for morning meeting. I'm like, I could not imagine. And then, like... We also had to do a prayer, and that was always the scariest part of our whole career. Mm-hmm. We had to do a prayer in front of everyone. I think and I was the scariest like, part was the senior project that I didn't have to yeah, do. That was, was that, that was scary. That, like, the reason why I tried to do AP English was that I didn't have to do that. That's I did not want to do public up, speaking. Brenna. And it was true. I got myself onto the AP English because I didn't want... I couldn't get there. I, I just didn't want to do it. But it I would... I mean... It, it didn't really, I mean, it was fine for that project, but then in, in college, I remember being so scared still, like, I would yeah. be shaking, I would have nerves, even when I would, like, speak up in class, in a big class, Yeah, I would get nervous, and I feel like I've grown in my public speaking, because in UX, in that boot camp, you had to present all the time to, like, big, I mean, it was all online, which made it so mm-hmm. easy, Yeah, but, like, I remember that first part presentation I had everyone was like Marley you were really nervous and we could tell I'm like yeah I know I was super super nervous Mm -hmm. and then like every time I did it again I got more confident I did better notes I was just able to be more natural and like be more conversational and then I got to do two wedding speeches and I'm so proud of myself and I like the first one I definitely have some notes for myself and so like I I took those to my to heart and I like did better next time. And then if I ever do a, a wedding speech again, I'll do better next time, you know? Yeah. It's true. It's just Public speaking is getting, all about getting up there. Yeah. 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 But then what's your tenth? We, we already talked about this. It's just my Saturn return. You're getting ready for it? Getting ready for Saturn return. Mm. Um Saturn will return. Well, we are so lucky to have you, our little Sagittarius queen. And I just know that this next year, going into your 29th year, is going to be really, really special. Okay, I'm not 29 yet. I know, but you know, in the Netherlands, they say, how okay, you're, 20, you're entering I'm not, your 29th year. I'm not in the Netherlands. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> but hopefully I will go this year. To the Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I will be 29 there. Oh, I'm just saying, you're entering your 29th year. You're okay. turning 28, entering your 29th year. Okay, love it. Yeah, I love that. Happy birth. Happy, Happy birth. solar return. Happy solar return, Marley. Thank you. Happy solar return, Jesus. Him too. <laughs> okay. All right, on to pop culture.
everybody. We're back with pop culture. Nice little tuning there. Tuning fork. Um, pop culture is happening all around us. All around us. At all moments of the day. At all moments. Um, big news that happened this week. Big, big, huge. Howie. Howie. The prince. The prince. The prince. <laughs> prince Howie. <laughs> Not Styles. And Meghan Markle have put out Markle. their... <laughs> they have put out their docuseries just three episodes so far i think but i think more dropping either tonight or tomorrow hmm. so once this this episode drops there'll probably be new episodes but cool. brenna has not seen it i have and not I watched it yet i cannot to. believe she hasn't i know i really i i'm gonna be one of those girls but like i have not watched tv I had I had to finish Dead to Me on Sunday and, and that's the only TV I've watched. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't I haven't been watching a whole lot of TV, except I did catch up on Survivor. But anyway, know, besides I the point. Been able to catch up yet. Um, but I was glued to the screen. I cannot. And I'm not really a documentary person. So many people have been talking about it. It is so good. It's juicy. It's so juicy. It's juicy. The real question is okay. So they put out this. Obviously, Netflix is offering them a huge sum of money. Oh, absolutely. Huge. And they are doing this because they want to put out their story, their narrative, without anyone from the monarchy telling them what to say. Yeah. Which makes sense. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know. You know, like, they're, they're being offered a lot of money. I also was told. I don't know where I heard it, but that she had already signed with Netflix before they excommunicated themselves from the from like okay. the royal family. You know why I believe that? She's nuts. Sorry. No. <laughs> well, I I believe that because they start out and they say, We are going to record ourselves just throughout this process of trying to get away from the monarchy. So they like put out like their little iPhone and they're like hi guys like and they're documenting like like so raw so real but they're documenting it not with real professional cameras but just their iphones okay t yeah and then they're like we just thought it would be nice like someone told us that we should document it like who's who's someone who's someone netflix (laughs) yeah (laughs) who's someone your pr agent who already signed netflix i don't know i i can't really have opinions because i haven't watched it Mm -hmm. yet but I just, I, it's so strange to me, like, I don't know. Obviously, the, they, they need the money. They don't have funds from the royal family anymore. But, like, it's just really strange to me that, like, they decide to just, like, sell out the family. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's, I have such contradicting thoughts about it. I'm like, go off, Harry. Like, I'm the so same. happy for I, him. I, it's, one day I'm like... You know what? Yes. And then I'm like, that's your family. Why are you doing that? Don't do that. I know. Don't say those things. It's so bizarre to me. Like, it's his literal brother. And I will, quite frankly, I've also heard that she said something about how, like, she didn't know anything about the royal family and then she met Harry. That's BS. She's been... Complete. She has been... People knew that she's been obsessed with the royal family for years and years and years, including Princess Diana. You know about the royal family. Like, obviously, it's not the same as what you see on TV when you get inside. That's, yeah. It's like, 
honestly closed doors. But for her to say that she didn't know anything about the royal family beforehand. That's is just my a whole lie. one gripe with her is like, why is she pretending to be like, she's like, oh yeah, Americans understand. Like, we don't know anything about the royals. Like, yeah. everyone who's like semi aware is been living under a rock. very, very, very aware of the royals and everything that goes into it. And you have to curtsy to the queen, yeah. duh. Yeah, duh. Like, you think you're just going to go up and hug her? Yeah, no. You got to <laughs> curtsy to that queen. Yeah. And my other thing is that, and if she's if she did, which I'm not, I am not going to say that, like, our question at all that she went through any sort of racism, because I bet you she did. Oh, yeah, she Like, that is horrible and not, like, not okay. And I feel for her, because I feel like that would be so hard to deal with in a family that you just, you know, first of all, a family that you just married into, but more importantly, like, the royal family mm-hmm. is acting like that. That's, like, so messed up. This is a completely separate note. She is an actress. Everyone needs to remember that this woman is an actress. So any sort of thing that she is saying, and I'm not saying the racist note, I'm saying, like, anything, all the other stuff, Take it a little bit with a grain of salt because she's an actress. Like, she is dramatic. Like, that is what she does. That is her living. She's a performer, baby. She's a performer. <laughs> she is a musicale. You know what I mean? Like, like, but that's the thing is that I watched that Oprah interview when they first came out with that Oprah interview. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Everybody hated her. She Well, I didn't hate her. I will say I did not hate her. I was like, okay, say your truth. Go for it. But the way that she, you know, worked the camera and, like, she has a way of getting these sound bites because she's... She's media trained. Yeah, she's media trained and she's an actress. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? Like, go off this, do your thing. But also just keep in mind that she has been paid to act before. So, that's And she's getting paid a lot. She's getting paid a lot to document. Like, a hundred million. I think it's a hundred million contract, whatever that means. What is Netflix's gripe with the royal family? Please let me know. Wait, do why do they? Why do you think the crown? The crown is that bad? It's real. It's dramatized, but also, but it's like very obvious that they're like, we gotta take down the royal family. Like who? Who hurt you, Netflix? (laughs) Who hurt you, (laughs) girl? It's interesting to see. Who is the owner of Netflix? A girl, I don't know. Is it a publicly traded company? Just look up the CEO or something. I'm sure that's public. Do you think that he's British? No, I bet he's American. For, or she. It could be a she. Don't be sexist. Oh my god. They. They. It could be a they. Anyway. It's Ted. Ted. Okay, <laughs> I guess that is a man. <laughs> anyway, so this is how so they start out. They say we're going to record ourselves. They're making their side. They're be able to talk freely about their experience so it goes into like megan's background Mm -hmm. she has a white dad and a black mom Mm -hmm. and she never felt like she fit in she was always a nerd you know never like fully black never fully white da 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 yeah yeah. um and that's you know it's good to hear her side and everything and then they kind of start talking about you know, her parents are divorced. She sees her mom on the weekdays, her dad on the weekends, and she was really, really close with her dad. Um, and then it goes into her and Harry meeting. So summer 2016, she's like, 
I'm gonna have a single girl summer with my girls. We're going to Europe. Like, you know, my yeah. whole thing is like, I'm gonna be single. And then somehow she gets, you know, someone introduces her to Harry, and Harry's like, oh, I like, tell me about that girl. And somehow they start talking. And the weirdest thing I thought, I mean, not, not the weirdest thing, but she said, the one thing I wanted to know was, is he kind? Because if he's not kind, I don't care. I'm like, that's great that, like, you want someone who's kind. Everyone wants someone who's kind. I don't. <laughs> like, I, I want an asshole. <laughs> like, like, why? Like, just, okay. <laughs> I get it that she, like, she probably thought of royalty and being like, oh, he's probably so uppity yeah, and, like, stuck up. stuck up and pretentious. But, like, that's your one thing. Isn't she? She's divorced. So I'm sure yeah, she should she should have a longer list than just being kind. Maybe her her ex-husband was not kind. I'm sure he wasn't if they're divorced, but like is there anything else you want? Anything Are you going to have anything else? It sounds like you also want royalty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my god, and there's also a like a bite from like a while ago in an interview, like 2014 maybe, and they're like they just ask her in an interview, Prince Harry or Prince William? And she's like, oh, I don't care. I don't know. Maybe Prince Harry? And, like, just kind of weird. I'm having, like, I feel like, and I don't know about you, um, like, if I was 18, I would have been like, oh, I want to be with, like, a royal. Right. Now? I like, would never I would that. literally run the other way. 100%. I would, and, and I kind of think that about every celebrity, but more, like, most importantly, a royal. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole nother level. It's a whole other level. Like, it, I feel, I do truly, feel, I do feel bad for her, though. I, I, okay, I feel so bad for her. And she gets into, like, really yeah. what happened to her. Yeah. Um, so they have this really beautiful courtship of them being super, super in secret. Yeah, They're going that. on dates, mm-hmm. and she is literally flying to him like every other weekend. Yeah. Um, and then so they she keeps flying to London like every weekend, and then eventually he goes to I think Botswana or somewhere in Africa, and he goes all the time. Like he's been going since he was eighteen, and he says, "I have a week free in August." Um, are you able to come? And she's like, actually, I have a week free too as well. So like, I, and she's like, we had barely known each other. We'd been on like three or four dates. And she's like, I'm going to go with this guy I barely know to a whole nother country. And like, everything's out in the open. Like you're living in a tent. Yeah. Like. What's her star sign? She's a Leo. Hmm. I don't know what he is. I think he's a Virgo. He's a Virgo. Okay. Yeah. I don't know her whole stars. We should we should do that for next episode yeah, when next when episode. the next um, episode drops. I'll get, I'll get all caught up. Yeah. So I can actually have um, an opinion, even yeah. though I've had many opinions. <laughs> so like they have this whole beautiful little African vacation amongst the safari animals, mm-hmm. and you know it's just bliss, right? Yeah. And then they go back to London, and then. Somehow it gets leaked at the very end of October. It's like Halloween night. And they're like, we know this story is coming out tomorrow. So, like, we're going to go full out. We're going to, like, go party. We're going to get dressed up, da, da, da. And so, like, they post all these pictures and they have fun. And then everything comes out. Yeah. And everyone's congratulating her. And they're like, it's all really happy. And, and like, especially people of color, they're like, this is really exciting yeah. for us. Um, and, and then it gets, like, really bad. Like, after, like, a week or two or maybe a month, it's just, like, the British press is just 
kind of oh because the, the British press is literally it's, the worst it's thing like ever. they're the enemy in yeah. this whole thing oh yeah and they're the people that allegedly killed Diana mm-hmm. and they're the people that have been hounding Harry since literal birth mm-hmm. and like he goes into his, his how he grew up and like Everything he did, like, he couldn't even go out partying without them being like, he's on drugs, like, da-da-da-da, he's clubbing, yeah. and he's, like, the troublemaker of the royal family, and, like, he said, maybe some of it was true, but it was all completely blown out of proportion, yeah. every decision I did, and then, so, like, now he, he feels very, like, if I bring a girl into this, it has to be really serious, because yeah. every girlfriend I've had, they've run away, because, like, the British press is just terrifying and mm. awful, and, run. yeah, I mean understandable girlies and so like you know he the thing is it's like i don't know i just don't know what to think of meg because i can't even express words right now at the end of the day they obviously are very happy together because they are still together even Mm -hmm. though many people didn't want them together so i compare them to ari and lauren that's good. Okay. Yeah. Ari and Lauren were very, very hated mm-hmm. when they were on Bachelor. And now I feel like everyone's just like, oh, they're still together. They have beautiful kids together. They lo- obviously love each other because if they didn't love each other, they wouldn't be together anymore. And that's how I feel about Megan and Harry. Like, mm-hmm. they have been through the ringer. So obviously they're going to have a happy, like, healthy relationship because they've been through so much mm-hmm. so i'm like the thing is that we can all have opinions and we can all like throw our two cents in but at the end of the day like they're together they have a beautiful family and they're winning honestly at, like from these last three episodes i've watched i wanted to hate her and i'm still gonna like i've obviously been throwing shade this whole time yeah. but i honestly this has been really beneficial to her image i think oh i, I yeah I knew, I knew Netflix was going to do a right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but they really just go over, like, everything that's been happening with her. Like, all this racial stuff. They even go into the history of, like, w- like racism in England. Well, racism in England is... Well, racism everywhere is yeah. horrible. But England, I've heard, is just... And like, just how, like, slaves... Like, they... It was so undercover. It was, like, worse than... I mean, not worse than America. But, yeah. like, really bad. Because it was all in the Caribbean so they didn't even see them mm-hmm. there it was like we're just gonna put these people away mm-hmm. and then it got abolished and like I, it's all been like crazy since then but yeah I can't wait to watch yeah. I'm like I'm curious about mm-hmm. all of it so yeah and I'm excited to talk about more about it when more oh one more thing oh okay that, that is gonna be I'm, I'm very excited because this next episode is gonna be all about the actual wedding but so did you remember when like 2018 it was all the drama about her dad not being invited to the wedding yeah yeah yeah. and we were the worst well i think the media and from what i got from it because like you only know what the media is telling you you're like oh her dad is no no i felt like i kind of thought oh why is megan not not inviting her dad that's like really messed up and why is she not inviting other family members see i thought opposite because okay i don't remember she came out and talked about and the way that he reacted was so like crazy that i was like of course i wouldn't invite Mm -hmm. like they're obviously estranged and like he's he's just trying to like get his bag exactly 
So, yeah. yeah. So, like, I I was with her on that. Yeah. I also was very much, like, well, I love Kate, and I think Kate Middleton's great, but I also do, like, I never was someone who was, like, against Megan when she, like, got married to him and everything. It's been, like, kind of the, the, like... The after. The after. I agree. I was really excited for her. She's reacted about things. But again, like, we don't know what happened behind closed doors. So, like, I would probably be reacting the same way. Yeah. I mean, and like, girls gotta get her bag. So, like, gotta get her bag. Like, you answer. Also, I think that HBO animated series, I forget. What is it called? The Prince Uh, has, like, hilarious. It's kind of distorted my image of them. It's messed me up. Yeah. Because like now Megan I look at looks good in that. Megan looks good in that, but also Harry in that they made him such so like an airhead and so dumb. Oh, oh, just a milk. <laughs> yeah, it's at the grocery store. It's and he's like trying to do like these hobbies. Oh, oh, I'm gonna gosh. be a masseuse now. <laughs> oh gosh, that show cracked me up. Yeah. Oh Highly, and there's like 10 minute episodes it's, like, it's really quick they're really quick and they're just so funny but they will distort your version of oh, what yeah. you think the royals are it, and it now i'm like reality i can't 100%. look at them and be like that's the it's characters like, are them obviously kate middleton and william hate each other like, i feel like they really do the Brits told us i that. literally feel like they do and camilla doesn't speak she only <laughs> she only neighs like a horse yeah exactly <laughs> and then and then little what's his name the Little prince. George. Little George is like such an asshole. He's such an asshole. <laughs> La-dee-da-dee-da. Dam-dam. <laughs> who's, who's, who's his butler? His, shoot, what is his butler's name? I forget. Oh, I don't remember. He's so sweet. But he's so mean to his butler. I know, but, no, but at the end he's not. Yeah. That's so sweet. What a great And then Charlotte's show. so annoying. Charlotte is so annoying. <laughs> Charlotte is literally a, a, an agent. No, that's, that's Prince George. He's I don't a little remember. Agent. Like he's like a, he's like the baby boss. Okay. Or the boss baby or whatever. Yeah. He's like talking to like her son. I don't know. Anyway, highly recommend. Um, but oh, anyway, um, yeah, the whole thing is, his dad was like paid out and like he was photographed reading like British history or something yeah. and like. It's just all ridiculous. And so, like, they kept trying to contact him, Harry and Meghan, and he wouldn't respond. And, like, then he eventually responded, but it wasn't anything like what he usually texts like. Yeah. Like, he said, Meghan, comma, da 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 And she's like, he's never called me Meghan in my life. He's always called me Meg. And so, like, it was a whole thing. Hmm. But one other thing I have to do. Oh one gosh. other thing, and then I will finally leave it to rest. Okay. She calls him H, and I don't know why that gives me the ick. She's like, like harder than Harry. H. She's like, H said this. And I met H in 26. I'm like, H just I think I would like, rather call him I don't know. I think H is like not his name. Like H isn't his name. It's not like. Like it's like, cute for a sign off for an email. Yeah. Or like a sign off for a text even. But it's don't. It's not like a nickname. Yeah. H. I might not call you M. <laughs> I know. Like, hey, B. Like, B is actually makes more sense. B okay. could be an A, but M or H. H is, like, like, not anything to do with Harry besides his first letter. Yeah. It doesn't even sound like yeah. Harry. Anyway. Well, that's oh, interesting. Well. That, sorry, that was just a little detail. I'm like, stop saying H. Stop it. Stop <laughs> anyway. it, M. Okay. M. I don't think he calls her M. Maybe he does. Maybe. Oh, oh well. All right, on to the next topic. Sorry, we'll drop it now. SZA. SZA, new album. Have you no. listened? No, I already told you no. Bruno, what have you been doing? Girl. Working. Writing grants. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can write a grant and listen to SZA. No, I actually can't. I have to listen to Beta Waves. 
Okay. Well, while you're driving in your car. I will. I, okay, yeah, yeah. What? Nothing. Okay. Um, SZA has put out her sophomore album called SOS. And I not wait. It is, it is 23 tracks, which I think is... This is my... Very this is Chris a critique. This is a critique. I think it is too long. And I think some of them are a little bit long-winded and i think she could get her point across in a much more punchier way if she had just edited it a little bit but that's pretty much my only critique of it i think it's really good from like i've listened to it like two or three times now um the cover art is great it's also it's very it's inspired by princess diana cool it's and it's like the themes are very like isolation and it's very she's a scorpio i believe it's very scorpio it's very aries it's very like vengeful um let me see what else i had to say about it 23 it's an hour and eight minutes um i've been marinating i don't really have any real thoughts i really like i usually like the first few songs because Mm. like I feel like just that's how albums are. Like, mm-hmm. you start listening to them and then you get com- comfortable with the first songs first and then, like, you keep getting comfortable mm-hmm. with it. So I still have yet to get comfortable with the latter half of the album. But I really like Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. And then I don't like that she collaborates with um, Travis Scott. Okay. I think he's on it twice. I think it says once, but I think he's actually on it twice. Um, and I don't think that their collaboration was really... As good as their first, I think. Did they was he on Love Galore? I think so. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but overall, I think it's good. I think it's a good um, follow up. It's really long, and I feel like she's been hinting at like she wants to retire or like this might be her last for a really long time. Wow. So like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna enjoy it as it is. Um. Yeah, so I'm going to listen to it, and I'll give you my thoughts mm-hmm. next week. And she has the all the ones that we know, like Shirt, I Hate You, um, and Good Days at the end, which we yes. all know. We love. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, Jack Harlow and Dua Lipa have been out and about together. Yes. What's the tea, girl? What is the tea? Dua he Lipa sings a song about face. her, and then he manifests yeah, I her. I saw that. I saw that. Well, okay, so which song? Can you remind it's me? It's literally called Dua Lipa, girl. Yeah. <laughs> which song is it? Which song is it? I don't know. What's that song about the love being on top? <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, yes, okay. So, what are your thoughts on that? Going from Trevor Noah to yeah. Jack Harlow? I... Don't hate it. Okay. I love Dua Lipa. I she love Dua Lipa. I think, honestly, like, she... I can see them together. Like, I can see her going for kind of, like, a goofy but, like, hot guy. Well, she also dated Anwar. Yeah. Um, Hadid. Yeah. Which, like, has the same kind of vibe Like, ugly hot. <laughs> like, ugly hot. Yeah. But I think Jack is just more relatable. Anwar is like, I'm a model. Like, don't talk to me. This is true. I also think that Jack Harlow's funny. Yeah. Like, he's someone, like, you feel like you knew in high school that was, like, the class clown. It's just, like, so funny. If you see him being interviewed, you're kind of like, how are you famous? He has, like, a very charming personality. It's, like, it's funny, though. It's yeah. Like very, like, it is, like, someone that you knew from high school and you're like, 
why are you at the Golden Globes? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. Funny. It's like, oh, my old classmate. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What's he doing now? What's he doing That's there? to be famous. Cool. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of into it. So, what are their... Do we know what their star signs are? I'm going to look them up. She is a Leo, and he is a Pisces. Wow, good job. I just... I don't know their stuff. Does that work? I mean, we don't know their whole chart. We I don't, don't know, know their whole chart. That is hard. It could be hard, but, like, we don't know their whole chart. This is true. They're both very loud and proud. They are loud and proud. But he's a Pisces king. He's a Pisces king. Pi- I don't think I could have ever been with a Pisces. You don't think so? No. What if Karsten was a Pisces? Then I could be with a Pisces. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just... Yeah. No offense to my Pisces kings, but... <laughs> they're a little... Because Karsten is a sensitive boy. Yeah, he has some Pisces qualities at times. But I also, I feel like a full-on full, a full on Pisces would be too sensitive for me. to like. And some of them are, like, very escapist. Yes. Um, which can be detrimental if, they, if it gets in the wrong hands. Mm, T. Yeah. Yeah. So I just hope he doesn't go down, like, a, a path, you know, yeah. of substances. I'm just saying Pisces are the most susceptible. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Are Pisces also... Yeah, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, T. T. And also Pisces are in the time of year where I get the most sad. Or Aquarius. Aquarius and Pisces. Mm -hmm. Mm. Well, good luck to them. And we don't really even know. It hasn't been confirmed. It's just like page six is talking about them. And, and also like, I saw it on e-news, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's just hard. Like, as a celebrity, this is what I was trying to say. Like, as a celebrity, it must be impossible to date. Like, if you want to just see someone once and, like, maybe not even go on a date with them. Like, just go out as friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't unless they're, like, they're officially dating now. Well, they're like, officially like boyfriend the G- and girlfriend. It was, like, the Gigi Hadid and Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, yeah. who knows if they're actually dating. Right. But, like, maybe they just wanted to catch twice. up. They wanted to catch up. Like, what if what if he's just giving her advice? Exactly. What like if you daddy can't. is giving her advice? <laughs> daddy. Oh, but are they officially dating now? I have no idea. Okay, yeah. But that's the thing. Like, it's so hard to date in Hollywood without you like, being, like... why do like, you need... It's fine. It's because of people like us. It's literally us. We're the it's problem. we're the problem. It's, we're the problem. It's me. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, we didn't talk about Taylor Swift today. Or the Kardashians. Or the Kardashians. Or we did talk about Harry. We didn't talk about the Kardashians at all. I know. That's so crazy. I guess we're due next time. We'll, ju- we'll be due next time. <laughs> all right. Also, I start getting your 2023 pop culture predictions together. Oh, my God. Cool. Yeah. Because I want to start making predictions. And also, next episode, I want to do, like, the best stuff like we did last yeah, year. Yeah, I love I'm going to do, like, best TV show, best movie, best album, like, all that. Best star sign. Best star sign goes to Sagittarius. Oh, my God. On that note... I love you. I love you too. <laughs> and when you look up at the stars, think of us. Okay, bye. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. If you liked us, loved us, or maybe even tolerated us, share us with your friends. 
And be sure to follow us on Instagram. It's at TSWBpod. We would love a follow and we would love a rating and review on Spotify and Apple. We really appreciate it. Love you. Love you so much.